I just find my blue dauber. Where are you, blue dauber? Hmm, not here. I know you are here somewhere. You're just hiding on me. Okay, I'm just going to... I have this pad. <laughs> I'm going to wing it. So I'm just going to uh, just put a little bit... Just want a little emphasize here and there. Maybe on the edges a little bit as if it's almost um, patinaed. Like a copper patina. Okay, just random. Okay, aging it a little bit. And I think I'm going to add just a little bit of black... Oh, I'm going to look for my black. Sorry, I should have had these out. Thousand apologies. I'll use this. Here, it's here. <laughs> Don't know where they all are. I thought they were right at the ready. Not, not today. Maybe the corners. Just uh, darkening the corners a little bit. These are just some aging techniques. Easy to do with inks and dyes and colors. Okay. This also makes your spine ribs pop a little bit against the background. Not a mandatory step, but just I want to show you this for fun. Okay, so a little random doodads there. Can you see that? I think so. Okay, so I think I am going to go in with a little bit of copper just for fun. And uh, let's see if I can do this with a Q-tip so I don't get my, I finally got my finger clean. Um, okay, just a little bit maybe corner, maybe near the blue. Just touching here and there. A little suggestion. Come on, get on there. <laughs> Don't make me pull out. You're going to make me pull out finger tool, aren't you? I know. There's nothing better than finger tool, let me tell you. I hope this stuff is not toxic. Oh, well. We're going in. You should all use gloves. Yep. Use gloves. <laughs> you heard it here. Okay, there we go. Just a little bit. Yeah, it's like little, just little metallic flecks. Just playing off what the front cover is doing a little bit. Okay, and I'll lift this up so you can see it a little better too. See if you like the look. Or if you want to, you know, you do it a little differently yourself possibly. That's okay. And there we go. That's enough, I think. All right. Got that finger clean. Yeah, yeah, it's relatively clean. All right, so now we have we have this. Yeah, that's kind of cool, huh? That's what it looks like up close. Zoom, and that will dry on there. Okay. Yeah, and we we'll, we will seal all this after too. So just FYI. Okay, so now we basically have our book cover, and that's a stronger cover. It's going to handle some mightiness inside of it. So now let's go do the mightiness inside of it. All right, I'm going to put this aside and let it do its thing. I'll put you over there. I'll put you back there. Okay. Now let's grab the papers. I have the papers already picked out. That's not them. Where are they? Yep. Okay. Hang on. I put them somewhere. I got to find them. Hold on. They were right there, right where I left them. Okay. So what I'm going to do here is I just realized I haven't finished the cover yet. I want to show you one more technique. Hang on. Okay. So we are now going to proceed with the papers. So let's do the papers. And I have 12 sheets. I usually do between 10 and 12, but because this is a tome or a big book, I want to put more, more papers in there. So all that scholarly knowledge can be stuffed into there. All right. So I'm going to remove this uh, big um, paper clip and I like to use these. So um, they're easy to use. 
as well as you can color code what each section is for. Like I, I can maybe mark this green one. I always use green for my very first section, something like that. It just makes it easier, easy. Okay. So uh, I have a variety of papers and uh, this is what I do. And I'll show you some tips and tricks when your papers are bigger than what you need. And it can just make life a lot easier. Okay. The first thing is you do want to measure these because I, I'm doing a nine, nine by six journal. And uh, that means that a paper eight and a half by uh, 11 is going to work perfectly in that journal. So um, let's see how big this paper is. This is eight and a half by 11. So we can go ahead and just fold this up. Now, this particular page is a vintage book page. And um, so I think it's from an old catalog, uh, the Antiques Journal, 1972. This may be very weak and fragile. And uh, if you want to reinforce that, a nice easy way to do that is with some washi tape. And all you do is take a piece a little longer than what you need, tape it down. Usually don't have to glue this in addition because it is going to be reinforced when we sew it in. Oop, I just glued it to the thing. Okay, flip it over, tape it down on the back. And then I recommend actually putting another piece here just from this end to not quite the end, but just so that all of your, your uh, paper here, your spine is covered. You don't need to wrap it around again. Just give it the good smush. Then you've already folded it once, so you should be able to find that fold and retrain it. Okay, let me, maybe you're a little far away. Should I bring you closer? Let me bring you a little closer. Okay. All right. So there we go. Got that. And she, this is going to be very strong now, okay, when I punch holes through it. Okay, so that's the first one. This big, uh, this, let's see, checking size. Oops. Let me move that up so you can see me measuring. Okay, just checking this size, nine, okay, eight and a quarter by 11, it's gonna work perfectly. I'm gonna put that uh, colored uh, picture, this botanical in the center of my book because it's pretty and I just thought I'd like to do that. Now this guy, how do you measure up? Eight and a half by 11, you are good, no issues with you. So I will just go ahead and fold them. Yep, yep, okay. Fold for mama, okay. And it's a good idea to bone fold to give a nice sharp crease because you get the sharp creases and that helps you, um, it makes your book more condensed and more packed, especially when you're working with a big tome or a big book like this, you want as much condensing as possible. Um, you can use, you know, 10 to 12 pages is uh, plenty. If your pages are not all crinkly and thick like this, if you're say using just copy paper, you could also work with um, uh, a few more pages in there. All right, just taking a quick sip here. Oh, the upper pants needs a swig of water. Okay. Now this page is one of our bigger pages. This is a nine by 12. So instead of doing measuring and tearing and all of that, I am just going to make a smaller one fold here, not all the way to the end. And I know I can go at least five and a half for this book. And then I have this extra piece here. Um, now just to measure this exactly, this measures to four and a half, basically. So I have lots of extra. Um, so what I'm going to do on this one is I'm just going to fold this in because I'm going to turn this into a little tuck on another page. So as you're going through, oh, is that maybe that's going to be too long. Let me just check. Yeah, you're out to six. So I need to make you shorter than that. All right, I'm going to bring you in here. 
as long as both of you, whatever is on either side of the main crease is uh, five and a half or less, you are good. So this one is about five, five from here to here, and this one is about four and a half. So sometimes it's nice not to have um, the same length of, or the width of pages in the book is to have a little variety is kind of neat. And uh, this also gives you options of built-in automatic um, tucks that are ready to go. So I'll show you some different techniques with that as well. Let's see how big this one is. Nope, this is a regular. If you have any uh, crunchy, super crunchy coffee dyed papers, you can also use the washi tape trick with that. Another little tip for you. This one is a contractor's paper, just showing you different papers that you can use. This was uh, avocado dyed, I believe, and it's the correct size. So we're just gonna fold this guy down. And this is a avocado dyed paper. Avocado um, gives you a nice vintage dusty rose pink, sometimes with a, t a little hint of peach in it. Uh, but it's a really pretty color. It looks nice in the old journals, I think. Um, it's just a fun thing to do if you've never done it. I highly recommend it. I'll do a video on that coming up. Um, okay, so you are good. How about you? What size are you? This came out of a sketchbook. And I liked leaving the, uh, or the right size. I liked leaving this on because it looks kind of cool. And uh, it was coffee dyed. All right. And this guy, I know he's the right size. I like to use some different uh, quality papers in here. Some of these are resume papers. This is a linen paper. I don't know if you can see that on there, but it's a linen uh, tactile uh, paper for writing, business writing. And that was kind of fun. This is a parchment paper. And you are, how big are you? You should be the right size. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those. And a couple more, and we are done. All the papers for this one signature. And All right, this is the last one. Oh, this is college rule paper, and I think this came out really pretty. If I could just show it to you. It was coffee dyed, but the, uh, the blue of the lines dissolved and it mixed with the yellow in, in the coffee and it gave this beautiful greenish tinge to it. So I thought that was really pretty. You never know what you're gonna get when you're coffee dyeing or tea dyeing. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so I have all my papers and I will gather these all up. And now I will be deciding who goes where. And uh, let me just make sure all of my, my heights are correct. Okay, so now as you can see, my heights are not all even, so I need to decide how tall am I going to go. And I know that in my book, I probably don't want to go taller than eight and a half inches, so I need to measure that. Okay. Okay. Let me just borrow you. These are very handy because they're so big, they grab so nice and easy. Flatten you out well. Oh, this is another good time to come along with your bone folder and just super crease your folds. It's like called the mega super crease. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, now let's measure and see how long we need to be. Get a little pencil. And I don't want to be longer than eight and a half, which is right about here. Okay. So anything that's sticking out over eight and a half needs to go and I could tear it or I could just cut it with scissors and it's actually pretty easy to cut with scissors so I'm just going to do that 
there. Sometimes you don't have a lot of these uh, taller than need, but um, you can also use a guillotine cutter to get this cut, but sometimes it's just as easy to do this, or you can tear, hand tear them. That makes a nice pretty top edge as well. All right, so there we go. We are all in the right, uh, we have the right size now. We have eight and a half by 11 sheets, or pretty much. And now we're going to assemble their order. Let me make sure I'm recording. Yes. Okay. We are assembling the order. So the first thing you want to decide is which one's going to go in the middle. Now you want to keep everything oriented correctly or you'll go bonkers. Trust me. So I want my page to open like this. Okay. I could also make it so it opens like this. That's, that's a possibility. I would just have to trim off the top and the bottom and it could open like this, which would be very nice for the center. But I, I just love this whole image. So I'm going to leave it as, to open to the side. You could do it either way. I picked my middle and then I want to pick my outside. And sometimes it's a good idea to use a page that's a little bit stronger for the outside because you almost think of it as a cover for your signature um, or not. It's not a mandatory thing, but it's just a little nicety. And then you just go ahead and pick, you know, what paper you want to go where. And I like to do a little bit of contrast. So maybe I've got a pinky and then I've got a greeny and uh, then I've got a a yellowy, well, maybe I'll put another, I've got a lot of pinkies here. So I've got a yellow, a pinky, a beigey, greeny, yellowy. <laughs> I don't know. They're just different colors to me. And I'm going to assign, right, put them all in here. What I think would be a good color combination. Now this guy, remember, he's going to go here. So he's going to have this little, it either can open up or it can be glued down to make it like, and glued down here, or it could just be glued at the bottom. You have choices. I put this guy here. I think he will contrast well against the blue. I'm going to look at the uh, writing on it and decide that I want the writing to go like this because this is my top. And uh, I want to put this in now because I think that's pretty against there. And then I will put the parchment paper in and then this one in and then I will put my flower last. Okay, so now I'm just going to make sure everybody is tucked down, tucked together. This is how they're going to live in here. So I want to give it the last and final smush with the bone folder and make sure that it's all nice and condensed. Can you see that? It's all nice and condensed. And everybody is knocked down close to the uh, spine. Okay, you can even do this for a little extra reinforcement there. Get everybody down like that kind of idea. Tuck them down. Uh, but your, your stitching will bring everybody together. Okay, so we have one. So I'm going to go ahead and just clip this near the top and that's going to tell me that's my top, okay? So just so I, I remember. And my green is my first one, just so I remember. So I can put this aside now. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and do all my other papers and I'll be right back. Basically, I'm gonna repeat the exact same process. Hey, I'm cruising along here. I'm almost done. And I just wanted to ask you if you're still here and you haven't passed out yet, give me a give me a thumbs up or give me a, hey, I'm still here. I haven't passed out yet. Comment down below so I, I can tell uh, who's still with me. All right, I'm carrying on. I am wrapping things up with my signatures. Hold on. Okay, now I want to show you one other way to trim your pages uh, that uh, if you're having difficulty with that part, because it's going to be a little tricky sometimes. Uh, but once you tap, tap everybody down, and tap them down this way so all your pages are even at the bottom then you're measuring to see how your book is nine you want it to be about eight and a half or less now i'm going to make a mark here okay and uh, that's where i am going to can you see that 
That's where I'm going to cut. But this time I'm going to use my ruler and my craft knife to make a nice, nice straight, easy cut. Uh, the thing is to go slow and firm. And I am going to put one of these babies on to hold everybody in place. I'm just going to put that there. And you can use a guillotine or your scissors. But I think the craft knife, if you're, if you're going through a lot of thickness, is one of the best ways to go. Whoops, went off on an angle there. Stay close to your ruler. Don't jump over your ruler because your fingers are there. You may have to go through a few times because it's thick. Oh, it seems to be going off on an angle. Okay, let me go closer. Okay. Okay. All right. Pressure. There, getting closer. And a nice sh sharp blade will work. You probably have to change blades pretty frequently when you're doing this stuff. And that's what I'm gonna do right now. I'm going to change a blade. Okay, so you can watch me change a blade. Starting to struggle here. So I have protective eyewear on and I do this into a garbage can. Um, I make sure it's only the one split between the two. Can you see that? It is showing, see the split between the blades and there, and now you dispose of this in a safe place. I'll get that later. <laughs> okay. All right. So now I have a very sharp blade and I'm carrying on with my process. Just want to trim these little guys here. Actually, I think I'm pretty good. There, and that allows you to get really close, flush, and you get this well. So if you're struggling with your craft knife, odds are it's time to change the blade or break a new blade off retract for safety purposes and um, carry on. I have one more to do. I'll be right back. All right. Holly has come into the room. Hello, Holly. And uh, he's here with us. Hi, Holly. Now, I can't swing the camera over because I'll, I'll mess up the orientation. That's why I would, I would show him to you other, otherwise, but I will show him to you. And he is in my dried flower video if you want to see that. Um, and okay. So um, are you going to not say hello now? I'll be quiet for a second. Maybe he'll talk. Hello. Yeah, there we go. I gave you I gave you nuts. I gave you nuts and you got some fruits and vegetable and uh, all is well. And I'm wrapping up the video, but I just thought Holly might like to say hello to everybody. So that's a big hello to you guys. Let me just wrap this one up and we'll be up and at them. And then the book will come together very quickly once we have the signatures all organized. Hello, I'm back. I've got all my signatures up and ready and very excited to take you through the next step. So the next step is we are going, whoops, okay. We need a base to connect our uh, signatures to. So the next step will be to make a base and uh, I'm going to grab some uh, cardboard to do that. Hold on. Okay, so right now I am picking out a piece of chipboard that I'm going to use for the base to attach my signatures and uh, I'm going to make one that is two and a quarter inches wide. Now my spine is two and a half inches wide. I want to be two and a quarter inches wide or even a smidge less because I want the cover to close smoothly over this and I don't want this to impede the covers from closing nicely. All right, so I'm just using my sharper blade now. Going slow, firm. 
you to see everything. Okay. You'll feel as you're getting through. I'm almost through. Yeah. And it will release. Retracting. Okay. Putting this aside. Don't need it. And I have this. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to test and I want to make sure before I do all this that this sits in there comfortably. All right. So I'm going to put it here. It's going to live here. It has to live inside these little valleys or canals comfortably. And there's no impedance to opening and closing the book, which is good. Okay. So we like that. We're at the perfect, we're at the perfect uh, size. Now let's, we're going to dress this up because this is going to show, and this is going to show because when you go in between the signatures, you'll be able to see a little bit of it. And I found the easiest way to do it. Uh, you can cover it with uh, material. You can cut, you can put paper on it, but I found the best thing to do is just to um, uh, either use inks or stenciling with uh, colors on top because you're not adding, this has to adhere to the material. And I like the fact that this is um, chipboard attaching to material. That's going to be a very strong bond. This is not going to come out of this book. Okay. Once you start wrapping paper around it or more material around it, it will still glue and attach, but you're adding more bulk back here. You're adding bulk here. That's more bulk. This is going to translate your text block for further this way, further this way out. So you don't want to add a lot of bulk back here. Um, so basically I'm going to do something similar that I did to it. What I did here, and I'm just going to take sanding block. Oop, come here. Boy, I hope you got some popcorn or something. This is a longer one, isn't it? Okay. I'm just making the edges pretty and soft. So they're comfy in case anybody's hand brushes up against it in the book. Soften the edges. Soften, soften. Oops, what was that? Oh, it's my bird. <laughs> what are you doing down there? Scooch. Okay, he was right by my feet. <laughs> I spooked him. <laughs> he spooked me too. Holly Bear, what are you doing? My goodness, he's really trying to get my attention. He usually comes over and nibbles on my sneakers. All right. Okay, oh, don't run anywhere. Okay, I am grabbing my black gesso again and I'm going to black this up. You could also use your ink to do this, but the black gesso is just handy and it's right here and it goes with the color of the book. So there we go. Here's where I get my fingers all inky dinky again. All right. Now with this, you don't have to paint the back, but you do want to paint the edges because that will, that will show. And you can just pick it up and go around like this. Your fingers all painty. You guys are probably much neater at this than I am, but I like to get in the middle of it. Like I said, you should have seen me make mud pies when I was a kid. It was a something. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay, so we have that. And uh, putting that in there for now. I'll wipe the fingers off again, because they're all black. And I'm going to blow dry this for uh, time purposes. I'll be right back. Okay, we're back and it is dry so I can go ahead and move this and now we just need to color it up and I think what I'm going to do is uh, the exact same thing as I did with the other one, but maybe just a little bit different style. Uh, maybe I'll just do something like this. This is handy and it's here and I'm just going to take this uh, multicolored one. It doesn't have to be multicolored. You can use single colors. That's fine. But uh, since I'm working with these color themes, I'm just going to 
put some of these randomly on here. So the eye will have something to see if it does peek through those uh, signatures. And I would say the corners are good to get. Yeah. There we go. Okay, so we have something for the eye to see. And I'm going to pretty much call that done. You can go around and um, sand this a little bit, just make it a little smoother. Okay. And um, you can also go around and ink, ink that with uh, the gilding paste around. That looks very nice as well. Let me just show you that. There's a finger, finger tool. And run around here. And that looks kind of cool. Uh, just gives it some pretty edging. Doesn't take much of this stuff, but it goes goes pretty far. All right. And there we go. There. Kind of rough edge. And you can even smear it a little bit if you want some to go through the design. Totally up to you. I'm just playing with it here. I just want it to dry faster. Okay, there we go. Cleaning that, those dirty fingers of mine. <laughs> okay. All right, got most of the glue off. Got, well, half of the paint off. All right. So now we need to make some marks on this. And uh, we have five signatures. So we want to be able to put them. Uh, we're going to use our cutting mat to help us with this. But zoom you in so you can see this better. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my cutting mat and I am going to center it. So well, it'd be nice if I could show you one where you can actually see. Okay. So I've got, ow, ow. there's a dot. Okay. Here's a dot. Here's a dot. And here's a dot. So I'm going to measure this. I'm going to put it basically in the center of these. There's about the same amount of distance here as there is here. Maybe not quite. Maybe just move it over a little bit. Okay, so now this dot means that's about dead center. Okay, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop down about an inch. You can go, you can go with the grid line here and follow that. Drop down about an inch and I'm going to put my first dot. Okay, and that's going to be where my first one is. A nice dark dot so I can see it. Can you see it? Maybe I'll use a marker. Uh, yeah, I'll use a marker. I can probably see this better. Okay, so then I'm going to put, um, there's going to be now on this line and on this line, I can put another dot that's uh, two and three and then uh, halfway between here and here I'm going to put the last dot okay here and here and I was sort of guessing on that one but that's pretty much where they're going to go then where, where, where can you see okay so now I'm going to translate the whole thing up and I'm going to do the bottom pretty much the same way aligning it I'm going to be seeing that yeah, okay, so I'm going to have the same distance here as here. My middle dot shows me where the middle is. I'm going to go down about an inch. Okay, that's that's about an inch there. And uh, you know you're an inch because it'll be at this line. And then here is going to be my next dot. Here's going to be my next dot. And then I'm going to put this one close to but not right at the edge. Close to but not right at the edge. Okay, and then I'm going to pick a middle. Okay, now the way I orient myself to always make sure that um, the top 
is the top and this is very important you'll find out when you make a few journals all of a sudden things get turned upside down very easily but if you put your this row and the middle if these two are a little bit closer together than this distance then you'll always know that the ones closer together mean your top that's how I do it okay so I would say this is about middle so I'm going to go a little higher than middle yeah about there and then I'm going to do one here and I'm just kind of following the lines I need to move you over a little bit there's the spot and about there about there okay and uh, you can take a line and with a ruler and draw a straight line across here with your ruler to make sure that all your dots go through the same line and that will that will allow you to know that you're going to have them all in the right spot okay you can also use um, some people like to use uh, mat like templates to do this as well but I, I tend to eyeball it and it seems to come out okay so now close that cap now we're just going to punch some holes and we're going to use our friend crocodile 2 this is a crocodile 2 big bite and let me back up so you can see this all right and uh, this does two things and what we're going to do it, it uh, punches holes see that thing coming down right there punches holes and it also sets eyelets but today we're just using it for its hole punching purposes and we are going to use the first punch not the second punch this is a big hole we are going to use the second one which is the one-eighth of an inch it is the smaller one and we are going to look at it we're going to put it like this I'm going to be looking this way to see where that comes down and that needs to come down right over the black dots okay so here I go four five okay so I have my five holes in a row so I'm going to go ahead and do that for the middle and the bottom using the same process okay we have one two three four five turn it around and do the same thing one two three four and five okay there we go we have all the holes punched all right and uh, as you can see there's holes there and we are ready to go so let me move this guy aside we're going to use him again in a second because we're going to use him to punch holes in our signatures okay so now looking at this on the back I can tell you that this is my top and this is my bottom just because I made it very obvious here you don't have to make it as at that obvious but as long as you can tell what your top and your bottom if you're doing a hidden spine this works very well okay and we are doing a hidden spine today okay so here are here are our signatures we've got five of them and we're going to work well first of all we're going to uh, put the holes in our signatures so let's do this 
I am going to move these to this side because we are going to be playing with the other side. Okay, we're going to go this way. <laughs> not going to fight with you. All right, there we go. That's fine. Just so they hold together. And this is the order I decided I want them in. So make sure you pick your order of your signatures now. And just remember what your first one color is, and you should be fine. Okay. And this. There we go. Okie dokie. Here's number one. All right, so so this is number one. Okay, these are this is my order, and uh, actually I think I'm gonna change those. Yeah, presto changeo. Here. Um, all right. Uh, now what you want to do is you want to take this again, lay it down. This is your top. This is your top. This is your bottom because these are closer. These are farther. Top. I'm gonna turn it like this. Okay. Then I know my tops are here because this is closer to this end. So these are my tops. I've already figured that out, so I don't have to worry about that anymore, thank goodness. So what you want to do is tap it a little bit, angle it just a smidge so you can see all the signatures. These are fatter, so we've got to work with these. 